This is a production of Cornell University. Welcome to Cornell University's Sustainable Lawn Care Podcast, your connection to the latest research-based lawn care information brought to you by Cornell University Turfgrass Program, part of the New York State College of Agriculture and Life Sciences at Cornell University. The Cornell Turfgrass Program is committed to providing sustainable lawn care advice. We define sustainability as meeting the needs of today's generation without compromising the needs of future generations. My name is Frank Rossi. I'm the Associate Professor of Turfgrass Science in the Department of Horticulture here at Cornell University. And the following tip focuses on reducing crabgrass problems without synthetic chemicals. Well, first of all, crabgrass, smooth and large crabgrass, are summer annual grassy weeds. And in some ways, they're exactly like corn. They grow really well in warm weather. Now, this is very different than our cool season grasses that we grow for lawns, like bluegrass and ryegrass, that grow really well in cooler weather and not as good in warmer weather. Now, these summer annual weeds, like crabgrass, invades the turf in uh, the northeastern United States uh, between the middle of May all the way into the middle of August when temperatures are warm and especially soil temperature warms up, and moisture is adequate for germination of the seed. It only invades by seed because it's an annual plant that produces its seed at the end of the year and then dies off, so it has to reinvade by seed. Now, high populations of crabgrass year after year is an indication that you've got a really thin turf, and studies are starting to indicate that leaving these summer annual weeds along without dealing with them, could lead to increased runoff, which could further complicate surface water uh, quality, particularly in areas like watersheds where uh, lawns can drain to paved surfaces and then out into surface water bodies such as lakes and streams. Now, the standard line in general lawn care is a healthy turf will reduce the population of all kinds of weeds, and crabgrass is certainly one of them. And certainly, if they're, because the plant only invades by seed, if the turf is nice and dense, there's not much room for those weed seeds to grow. But there are two other studies that have been conducted looking at this issue that would allow you to eliminate the need for pre-emergent crabgrass materials, sometimes commonly sold as weed and feed products. Now, the first is a study conducted here at Cornell University, um, looking at proper fertilization. In fact, studies showed that s- applying nitrogen fertilizer, the first number in a fertilizer bag, applying that nitrogen fertilizer in the spring to an already dense turf increases crabgrass control 30%. So if you even get a few crabgrass plants in a dense turf, fertilizing will reduce that population 30% more. Next, another, and, and next, if you are, have a thin turf, say you've had a problem keeping the turf thick, applying a fertilizer in the spring can give you up to 70% crabgrass control on an already thin lawn. Now, another tip can, based on a study conducted at the University of Maryland looked at higher mowing heights. In fact, they show in this study that when you mowed at two inches, you had 40% crabgrass invasion on a two-inch mowed turf. Now, two inches is pretty much what a lot of homeowners are mowing their lawns at. But if you'd really like to get 100% crabgrass control based on this study, looking at a tall fescue turf, mowing at three and a half inches 
completely eliminated crabgrass populations. There was no crabgrass growing where they maintained the turf at three and a half inches. And that's likely due to the significant shading that occurs from the turf canopy to the soil canopy, not allowing the crabgrass to invade. So keep in mind these two simple tips for proper fertilization and higher mowing, maybe higher than you're used to. And of course, that will also allow you, as we've talked about in the past, to mow significantly less, thereby improving the sustainable characteristics of your lawn. Thank you for joining me for this Cornell University Sustainable Lawn Podcast, your connection to the latest research-based lawn care information. I'm Frank Rossi, Associate Professor of Turfgrass Science in the Department of Horticulture here at Cornell University. This has been a production of Cornell University, on the web at cornell.edu.